This week on the Big Ditka's Fantasy Football Podcast, we find out what breakfast the RCMP serve you after a night in jail with Jimmy. Welcome to the Big Ditka's Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's Big Ditka's Podcast. I got Mike here. Fred. And we have a special guest, Jimmy, on the line. Jimmy, you still with us? Jimmy, Jimmy where? Whoa. Oh, he's there. Oh, God, he's there. Hey, Jimmy. Hey. Did you hear any of that What's music? What's going on, boys? Did you hear any of that music? I did, actually. I still don't know what it was, but it was music nonetheless. <laughs> that was actually Mike <laughs> somebody, somebody called the music. Somebody called the music and recorded it, though. So that was Mike playing several say. instruments at the same time. I'm not to judge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Jimmy. Yeah, thanks so much for coming in. So where are you exactly right now, Jimmy? I'm on Highway 35 heading south from Lindsay on my way home from work. In a storm, I guess. graduation today. And how's the weather right now? Well, it's uh, very windy and raining. Fortunately, uh, it's kind of hit and miss. comes in waves, but they do have a tornado watch out, so hey, what the hell. This might be a very interesting episode. All right. <laughs> so the first thing we got to do is we got to do, uh, ch- just look real quick into this week. Pick one, two, or three, uh, Jimmy. One, two, or three. Three. That is what I expected this week. So just a real recap of kind of last week, what's going on. Last week, we had my team, Thielen the Pain, beat Steve's Tailgaters. Uh, Aurora Athletics over Dirty Girl, 49 cents over Hammer, and Pro Stars beat Roma Terrifica. You're Aurora Athletics, Jimmy, is that right? I, no, oh. I'm sucking. I, 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 I'm sucking this year, really. I, I, think, I think I've got a good shot at beating Dirty Girl. Jimmy's Hammer. When I, when I lose to 49 cents, oh. Yeah, it's, it makes it more fun in the household, is my understanding. Is that correct? Well, I know it didn't really change the dynamics of the household. She's still the boss. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the big one, the the really tight one, Ball Fumblers Anonymous, Chris beats Fred by less than a point. How do you feel about that, Fred? How do you think I feel? He beat me by six yards. Six like rushing or passing or receiving yards. Just for the record also, you know you, you're 0-2. You have lost by, I think, a combined maybe three points. Yes. Yes, I'm fully aware. Um, it's okay. I think I think if my team did better than projected. Um, I think Chris was supposed to beat me by more, so that's a little bit of consolation, I'm, if nothing else. I'm going two and one this week. Oh, he's called it. There's Babe, my prediction, Babe Ruth style. So let me ask you, Jimmy. One thing, one question I want to ask: Like, who was the favorite? Who was who was the player in the last week that you were really happy that you had on your team? Uh, I was really happy. I think I'd have to go with Ezekiel Elliott. I would imagine Zeke, that. Was, Zeke. Yeah, that was. Zeke, that, Zeke. I got to Saquon good, in another league, and, and watching that game was pretty tough. But uh, yeah, it was a good performance. I think. Nice. How about you? But Frank? I'm pretty disappointed with my tight end, so I might change a tight end for a wide receiver. Who knows? It's all depends on high school. Jordan Reed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fred, what about you? What about you? How about you in week two? Who were you happy? I mean, you had um, 
you you sat Patrick Mahomes and opted instead to start Ben Roethlisberger. So I was pretty happy with that choice because even though they both like did amazingly well, um, Ben was was believe it or not just like a touch more amazing than Mahomes. Point fourteen points. Um, if only that had been one whole point, you would have won. So I made so that decision made my loss a little tighter than it would have been. Um, but I, I, I feel like that was like the one big call that I made that I can pat myself on the back for. So again, just looking for ways to sort of console myself about this really tight loss. And are you going to continue? So Fred, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I want to, hey, Fred, do you think Mahomes is just flashing the pan then? No, no, but I think he's going to have some rough games going forward, but I think he's going to have more better games than bad games. I mean, uh, it's kind of hard, going to be hard to live up to that debut. <laughs> True, true, but I think he's going to show us some stuff. I think there will be other weeks where they're like, "Holy shit, do you believe it with that?" Where well, you don't like last week, <laughs> six touchdowns, like ten touchdowns over two weeks. Their defense is not good. So you're fortunate for that. Yeah, so they're going to have to play catch up a lot. So that means he's going to be throwing a lot. So I'm pretty happy. Um, I don't know if that means good things for Kareem Hunt though. Mm, that's true. That's true. For me, who do I have on my team who made me happy? I mean, I was pretty happy with my whole team. Melvin Gordon, I was pretty happy. Philip Lindsay, I picked him up, and I was pretty happy. He had a pretty decent performance. So those would be my two guys for this uh, for this week. So let's get into the next segment then, unless anybody else has any other notes about last week. Looking around the room, don't see anyone with any here. requests. So yeah, let's no, Jimmy, anybody outside knocking on your window? Um, well, only two of my uh, – I think only two of my players made their projections last week. So I was pretty unhappy with that. Most of my players uh, didn't even meet the projection. So I got to do some mixing and matching and uh, see if I can pick up somebody else worthwhile. Feel free to offer up some trades. I'll take Ezekiel Elliott off your hands for a Deshaun Jackson or a LaShawn McCoy. I'd be happy to trade, you know, one-to-one. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see if uh, somebody else out there has uh, Le'Veon Bell, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, like, just just right now, if you could just agree LaShawn McCoy for Ezekiel Elliott straight up. It's well, a, it's a good deal. Sean kind of injury prone and, you know. Oh, I think he's probably the best. Um, still kind of clearing the waiver or clearing that smoke around beating his old girlfriend up. Something like that. I think uh, might those, be, are uh, those are all. A word of caution. Those are all running into my uh, lineup. You know, I know you're driving, so you probably didn't see the news, but the Buffalo Bills have completely changed their team between last time and this week. Uh, it's going to be totally different. It's going to be great. So I'll I'll send you that trade. We'll we'll, we'll make it happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we go got ahead. Some, send me a note. <laughs> yeah, I got some waivers coming up. We're a good football team. We can be a better football team. Oh, yeah. Mike's. Mike's been busy working on the drops. You know, it's good to have drops. It gives, it allows for like a, an audio signal that the segment is changing. So, all right, Fred is still picking up my scraps. What do you mean, uh, Sony Michelle? Right, Ben Roethlisberger. Who else are you going to pick up that I drop? Who else have you dropped? I don't. You got to drop guys for me to pick them up. <laughs> so I picked up Sony <laughs> Michelle as a lottery ticket. Uh, Joe Mixon is hurt, so I moved him into my IR. And when he comes back, I have to use up a roster spot. But for now, Sony Michelle sitting in that vacated spot. He's got a couple of weeks to show me something. I heard Fournette's coming back this week. Woohoo! <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I'm happy about that. 
I have them in. I have them in every league I'm in. So yeah, oh, he hasn't helped you so far, but certainly no. he will. What about you, Jimmy? You haven't done much. You haven't been very active. You dropped Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. Anderson, that was pretty smart. <laughs> Anything you see uh, out there? You don't want to. You don't want to tip your hat. Yeah, I, I didn't. I unfortunately, I don't. I don't feel really good about my original draft. So, um, I uh, there's a lot of. I I think I've got a lot of wood on my team. Dead wood. <laughs> I feel the same. I don't know. I I, I play. I, I I picked up another league, and that draft what went so well. I look at that team, and I this league, I'm like, I'm uh, I feel okay about everything. I feel Not like there great. are guys up on the waiver wire that you could pick up. There's like free agents. It's sitting still up early. Yeah, but it is kind of hard to bounce back from an 0 two start. Last year, last year I went, I think, 0-4 or 5 to start. And again, I was within like one, two points if I, if, if that, to make the playoffs. And I, I would have won. You can go on a streak. You can do it. You have to make, so you don't have to finish first. You have to finish fourth. Right? Hold on. Wait. I, you're right. 0-2, you're yeah, probably going to lose. I, I, I learned that lesson last year. I finished first, remember? Just, just, you're probably going to lose. Just trade your players to me. Well, we'll Yeah. And then you, you can tank, and then you get better draft picks next year. That has, that's how it works. So Mike is good at no, hosting no, a podcast. Wait a minute. A, let me, wait, wait, let me think about advice. that. Today. Let me ponder. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me think about it for a second, a little longer. No. Okay. <sighs> Come on. I feel like I was close. I feel like he gave us some thought, though. <laughs> he really thought that over. He gave us some serious thought. He really thought, fuck, man. I'm so close. Yeah, I did. No. That's the whole reason I'm doing this. This is hey, listen. Recorded. If I want to, hey, hey, if I got to at least do halfway decent to maintain a certain level of respect within the homestead. Okay. All right. Um, but if you just a, re- there is football fever going on at the house. If you so just release yourself from that that feeling, then you can just trade me your players. Just yeah, give them. Then then think of the pressure. I'll, so you gotta you gotta yeah. say all this to Sam. I'll, I'll think about that when Seahawks win. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra just came back from a yoga retreat in India, oh. so she's feeling all zen and you know, like yeah, get, get a yoga of, retreat in India. Get rid of material possessions. Oh. Yeah, Live it, in the it now. was actually it was funny. It was a Raleigh Chateau property. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, if you know, if you know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. She showed me the pictures. It looked pretty nice. Nice. Anyway, well, let's so, uh, let's get into the to the last bit before your your battery dies or my battery dies because mine's getting low. But that's that's about getting to know you, Jimmy. Yes, we're getting really? to know each other. Oh, I love that drop, Jimmy. Do you know that song? No, I can't. I, the music just comes through like. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay. Do you want me to play it again? One more time. No. One more, one more time. <laughs> yes, we're getting to know each other. <laughs> Jimmy, I, fe- anyway. I feel like that's a song you would know. It's got a very, I, like what? I feel like that's a song you would know. It's got a very sort of 70s vibe to it. Uh, yeah, I'm with the song because I might be able to figure it out, but I don't know. All right. It just doesn't, it's not coming through very clear because, uh, like I said, I got a lot of noise. Well, we're My also we're feeding through a sound system to a computer that's calling you via Wi-Fi, and you're in a car. It's it, and nothing's good for that. Yeah, exactly. So, so essentially, microwave, cell phone, you know. Yeah, we're all getting cancer right now. Um, that's the way it works, yeah. right? Only in my ear. Yes, I can. Um, so, 
<laughs> so, um, essentially, I don't. Uh, have you listened to any of the other episodes? Any of the other episodes? Um, you know what? I have to admit that I have not. Okay, so, that's fine. So you know, just you can sue me now. Oh, look, an accident! Yay! Not with you. Is yeah. it? That's not you getting into no, an no, accident, no. is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> somebody, your... got, somebody, somebody, Buick clipped the Volkswagen. Okay. Nice. Because uh, that would be yeah. awesome if that was re- your response to like hitting a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Right. Nice. So, Jimmy, I, so, I kind of know you, but I feel like a lot of the league doesn't know you. So that's kind of right. that's why they we're doing this. Me. We have I don't think we've ever met all together. There are people in the league that I've yet to meet, so that's why we yeah. want to do this. And it's a, it was Mike's idea to sort of get to know the the owners. Okay. So um, I think I'm a little. Well, Mike sort of like lead the interview. Would you like me to just, would you like me to talk or would you like me we, to answer questions? We no, no, questions. We, we got questions. So I went online, I found a, uh, a thing about like getting to know people and found a bunch of questions off of it. So I'm going to ask you for two numbers. Um, one, uh, give me two numbers between one and 80. One and 80? Yeah, eight zero. Two numbers. Yep. 11 and 42. Eleven and forty-two. Yeah, it's just life, the universe, and all the rest. Oh, gotcha. And so that's going to be from the more introductory personal question. Then we'll get the more personal question. I'm going to need two numbers between the numbers of one and thirty-six. Um, thirty-three. Yep. Thirty-five. Thirty-three and thirty-five. All right. So I'm going to get to those questions, but first we want to know just generally what brought you into the Big Didkus Fantasy Football League? Who, what brought you in? Who, who brought you in? Why did you decide to join this league? Well, I've always been a fan of Big Didkus. <laughs> <laughs> I could say that easily, but uh, I'd also say that it was, my, it was my wife who's a big football fan at home. Oh, you went through Sandra to get And uh, it was, Oh no, Sanders the one who got me into football. I was I was only a part time, even casual fan. She got me into uh watching the football every week and then joining the pool with Fred and yeah. Nice. Nice. And in terms of that, what's your who's your favorite team? I think it was, it was the Seahawks, wasn't it? Yeah, Seahawks or Tampa Bay. So how'd you get to the Seahawks? Like how did that how did that come about? I used to live in Vancouver. I used to live out in Vancouver and I actually went to one of the games once and that's you know the first team you go to see or the first team you know. So Do the Seahawks, Seahawks have cheerleaders? The first team I, uh, I actually uh, got to know. Do the do the Seahawks have cheerleaders? What's that? The Seahawks, do they have cheerleaders? Cheerleaders? They Cheerle- have cheerleaders. They, they were blue and green. Okay. And Tampa has cheerleaders <laughs> too. You trying to find some correlation here? No, I'm just. It's just kind of interesting that Jimmy's teams have cheerleaders. The Bears don't have cheerleaders. <laughs> Aren't there? There's like something like ten teams that don't have cheerleaders. Yeah, not every there? team has cheerleaders. So, all right. Holy fuck! Holy fuck! Sorry, I got transport train, transport truck stopped half in, half out of lane. Nice. And he's backing up on 35. Nice. Okay, there there are six <laughs> NFL teams without cheerleaders. Really. Which teams do you think that is? The so you said the Bears. The Bears is right. Washington. Bears. Uh, 
Washington? No, Washington has cheerleaders. Oh. The Washington, oh. they're, they're called the Redskinettes or the Washington Redskin cheerleaders is what they're all called now. Pretty Not great. the Redskinettes. I know, that's a damn shame. <laughs> the Giants? The... Or, just, or just the Skinettes. <laughs> yes, uh, the Giants. The Giants. No, I have no idea who doesn't have one. The Giants don't have cheerleaders. I think. I mean, some of the, some of these are are some of definitely some of the the big, the more popular ones. I'll tell you, the Giants need cheerleaders. No idea. If, any, if anyone team needs a set of cheerleaders, <laughs> the Giants do. Well, the Cleveland Browns don't have cheerleaders either. Oh, okay. Well, no, they have a they have a pound. Steelers? Have you seen the girls from Cleveland? For Christ's sake. <laughs> The Steelers? The Steelers have oh, no cheerleaders, yeah. Okay. And uh, Green Bay and Buffalo. Ah. No, the Buffalo Well, Green Bay, do. too. The Buffalo Jills. understandable because it's cold enough that their nipples would cut the uniform. So <laughs> I think in that. So yeah, the list is wrong. Buffalo does definitely have cheerleaders. The Buffalo Jills stopped in 2013. They no longer have. Really? Oh, they no longer have cheerleaders. I see. Okay. What were they? Sorry, they were the Buffalo Jills? Yeah. No, maybe that's wrong. Hold Wait. on. Buffalo Bills cheerleader, but the 2018 Buffalo Jills cheerleader audition. Ah, uh, anyhow, hey, this is important stuff. All right, all right. I want to get to know I Jimmy. Thinking, yeah. I was just thinking about the Buffalo Jills. Well, you know now some <laughs> trivia about Jimmy's. This is one question. You, That's true. None That's of true. us know. Now, how? One question. So, Fred, Fred, in the first time we did this, was like, "But I need to know how I can beat you at fantasy football." So, what I want to know is how do you? Uh, how do you choose your start sits? Like, where do you go? It's Sunday morning. How do you pick? Is it just your intuition? Are you going to some site? Are you doing Google searches? What are you doing to pick your start sits? Oh, if I can, if I have the chance, I look at uh, ESPN and I look at uh, the Yahoo, it's the Yahoo Sports Fantasy thing itself. There's lots of good information in there. There's tons, yeah. And then you just yeah roll a dice. Yeah, go, just go with uh, what you got instinct. The problem is that there's so many players and there's so many bad ones. Not not necessarily bad ones, but in order to win the in order to win the pool, you have to have excellent players, and you have to have some of the best players out there. So um, it's difficult to. There's just so many mediocres. Uh, yeah, what and I of find course, all those, de- all those defensive players that don't do any good. Yeah. <laughs> What I find challenging is I find with Yahoo, I read like I read the stuff Yahoo writes, and I'm like, dude, they're they're po- they're positive about every player. They're like, well, he was the yeah. W, he was a, you know, he had a really poor performance last week, but who knows what could happen this week? Maybe this week, and then you're like, yeah, I, it's always slanted like of maybe this is the guy, and I, I'm like, I wish I just said this. And, yeah, and, this, and you didn't give me any information at all. I couldn't have just made up myself. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, I found uh, the ESPN's a little bit of that. Like, I, I actually go to the football talk there and see, like, who's coming off injured injuries that may be available, stuff like that. Wow, Jimmy's doing more work than I expected. He's doing a lot of work. Sometimes the picture helps. I might go with the less scary-looking guy. Like The less scary? Well, there's a picture of Tyreek Hill. If you go to look, if you look him up and you can find a picture, there's a stock picture of Tyreek Hill. And yeah. I mentioned Tyreek Hill to Mike once, and Mike said, no, not no, not Tyreek Hill. He looks like a monster. And then I went and looked at the picture. I'm like, fuck, he does kind of look like a monster in this picture. He is monster, monster, yeah. like a Frankenstein. He is. I had him. I had him last year. He's one of my best players last year. That picture that they use, though, he kind of looks like a monster. It's like he's like 
like uh, hunched up his shoulders. Like it's it's really dark. All you can really see is his teeth and his eyes and stuff. And his hair is like all kind of like nappy. And like he looks like kind of like a Muppet, like a monster Muppet. Or or Predator. <laughs> oh. All right. Let's get yeah. to some of these questions to get to know you. So, so real easy one first. Are you usually early or late? Early. Early, like how early? Fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, forty-five days. Fifteen minutes, fifteen, fifteen to thirty minutes early, always. 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 I'm wondering if, if I, I knew that if about I'm, Jimmy. If I'm late, there's a really good reason for it, or I slept in. But <laughs> there's a really good reason, <laughs> or a really shitty one. But but uh, I'm not. I, I hate being late. It's uh, an 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 to me. I hate it. Okay. Well. Ah. I didn't know that about Jimmy. Because I'm getting to know each I, other. Yeah, I think usually I'm going to Jimmy's house, so you really can't be late to your own house. No. I not have, when I'm already there. Yeah. I have been late to my own house. And before. if you notice and and if you notice, I always start drinking early. So <laughs> well, drinking, <laughs> I'm smoking. I'm always drinking fifteen minutes early. And so. he's injecting, snorting. He whoa, gets whoa. it all out of the way way before I get there. Oh, doctor. Uh, <laughs> all right. Question number two. What's your dream car? Good question. Mine? Yeah. Pretty hard. It's pretty hard right now, but uh, I'm thinking there's a new special edition Ferrari, which is a 458 Beast, which is a new uh, Spider one-off that they're making. There's, they're, they're deciding to make a bunch of one-off cars now, and it's uh, probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Either that or a BMW Z8. Fred, I don't know what a spider spinoff, one-off. I don't know what that is. Well, I think of a for like a think of a Ferrari that's got a completely custom body, so it looks like a spaceship in a convertible. See, a spi- it's pretty, spiders it's pretty are amazing. Spiders are convertibles generally. Okay. Um, I don't. Know, I haven't seen this four, five, eight one-off. Um, sounds really sexy. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're new ones. They're, like I said, they're deciding that they're uh, expanding the range with just making special editions. So, but the other one. You should know the BMW Z8. I remember. That's all you got. I remember. Had the I remember. BMW M5 engine in a small coupe. Yep. But I was going to yeah, say they're that worth Jimmy, they're worth a fortune now because they only made it for seven or eight months. Jimmy has a display case of Ferraris in his home. Really? I I have. Yeah, I have a thing about Ferraris. I've been to the Ferrari factory. Really? So wait, you you yeah. went to like I, like what do you do at the Ferrari? I went factory? to Marin. Went to Marinello. I think you fondle it's Ferraris. Like, it's like Mecca. Are you allowed to touch the For, cars? Yeah. What, like, what can you do? Like, what? Like, you can't. I didn't go into the actual uh, plant, okay? Oh. Because I missed it by one day. They do have public tours, but I missed it by one day. It was a bad planning. So, but the, they do have a they do have their own museum next door. So the question is: Did you rub your junk in the car? Did you rub your junk Sorry. in a car, Jimmy? <laughs> My my privates, yeah, I brought my privates on the gate knob. Okay, all right. <laughs> Did you insert anything into an exhaust pipe? Maybe. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe I, I had a chub all the way through. Uh, maybe a digit Italy, okay? or something else. But anyways, that's a, that's a that's a perfect question for Jimmy. That is a perfect question. Wow, that was like really random. Sometimes when I read these questions, I read questions above and below, and there's an awesome question just above this question. I'm going to ask it. If you were a dictator okay. of a small island nation, what crazy dictator stuff would you do? Would I do? Yeah. Crazy like, dictator stuff? Yeah. Oh, 
It would depend. It would depend on how far down the uh, op- opioid addiction level I've gotten, <laughs> <laughs> or whether I've slid into the James Brown PCP range. I might just want to plant deers in the front yard. Who knows? <laughs> I might make a special order that every household has to have at least two pink flamingos on the front yard. <laughs> There really is no there really is no guessing at this point. Jimmy, why are there no pink flamingos at your house? I I feel like there what should the be, I feel like there should be a flamingo at your house. You know, except that we have a we have garden gnomes that remember the Heidi. Okay. But I feel we have, like we, we have to have no we have to have gnomes so that Sandra can hang with her gnomies. Okay. But I feel like you're lacking a flamingo. We might have to rectify that. Ooh. Sorry, my odometer just clicked over 130,000. Whoa. Oh, that was great. I want to speak to the island inhabitants, by the way, and just like, just to hear their outrage. Like, he's fucking hopped up on PCP. I have to have fucking flamingos, or he's going to fucking lynch us. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. uh, And there's also has to be, there has to be, instead of Sunday day of worship, it'll have to be Sunday day of toplessness. Yeah. Uh, they'd be complaining yeah. about other stuff. I would imagine they'd be complaining about the fondling. <laughs> I'd have the sleaziest dictatorship ever. And the shortest, like, it lasted all of two days, but those two days were magnificent. Going out with a bang. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> if I'm going to down flames, I'm going in a big ball. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that ties so us in. That? That's a good tie-in huh? to the next, the more personal okay. questions. So, more personal questions what is something you will never do again? I'll never do again? Yeah, something you, you go like, I never ever going to do that again. I feel like Jimmy's oh, done a lot pretty, of shit. That's easy. I'll ne- I'm never getting married again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Is that good? <laughs> or well, he's married now. Or well, like because, just so well, happily I've, I've married. married. I've been married three times, and I'm definitely going to stick with this one. And if it doesn't work out, who knows? It's still early. It's only been 17 years. So uh, if this doesn't work out, then I'm not doing it again. I can get behind that. Other than yeah, yeah. other than getting married, Jimmy, <laughs> what else would you never what would do I again? Never... Yeah, what would you never do again? Because well, I feel like you've done a lot of shit, Jimmy. So you, yeah, you, you have like a, a wealth uh, of experience to draw upon to like to be... I would like, never... I would never drive... At exceedingly fast speed and run an RCMP cruiser off the road again. That's wise. I did that once. I'll never do it again. <laughs> so next, so, so the next time the I RCMP, love everything about. I'm sorry. So the next time the RCMP is chasing you, you're going to just pull over. No, no, no. He was coming. No, he was coming at me. And you were speeding up to run him off the road. Well, no, he was coming at me. I was passing cars on a curve on the inside of a curve, and he was coming around the curve, and he had to take the shoulder. He didn't like it. So, so the next time you're in this situation, Jimmy, what are you, what's going to happen? Well, my partner, the, my partner in crime at the time said, "Run for it," and I said, "No, I shouldn't. Maybe next time I'll run for it." <laughs> so, so you got caught. <laughs> the only problem is that police have radios, and it makes it a little difficult. So, so do they? Do they find you, Jimmy? Uh yes, they did. Did you? Did you go to jail, Jimmy? I. Yes, I did. I spent a night in the Grey Rock. <laughs> Jimmy, oh in God, Banff, this is in Banff. Did, did, I spent a night in Banff. 
Did did anyone touch at you, their Jimmy? Invitation. Were you touched in jail, Jimmy? I don't know. I don't remember any of it. So I woke <laughs> up the next morning and found out I had no socks on, no shoelaces. Oh, okay. So some kicky stuff went on with your shoes and shoelaces or socks while you were in jail. Well, no, Bam. no. I, had, I actually, I took my belt and they took my shoelaces. They weren't sure if I was going to kill myself or somebody else. Or weave a basket. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? For breakfast, they brought me one of those little, you know, those little box cornflakes that you tear open. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They brought me that and a little tiny cup of milk to pour into it. That was my breakfast. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet, RCMP. Do you remember what you were driving? Oh, yeah. I was driving a 1981 Citation X11. Wow, that's a sexy car, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Due to a red, black interior at the console, at the high output, had a cowl inductions hood. If you know what that means. No, but what kind of uh, displacement are we looking at? How big was this engine? 2.8 liters, so 112 cubic inches. Putting out like 90 horsepower at the time? 135 or 140. That's awesome. It was, uh, it was faster than, uh, Camaro Z28 at the time. Cause I know I raced the current model one. Of course you did. Remember the, <laughs> remember that at that time, the, a Camaro Z28 had 160 horsepower. What was the first car you ever had, Jimmy? Uh, 1966 Pontiac GTO. Convertible. Jeez. That's fun. That's a cool car. Yeah, seriously, man. I didn't know that was your first car. That's pretty cool. Yeah, my second one was a 67 Volkswagen Beetle with uh, three, well, it was gray with green fenders, I think. Gray much, with blue fenders. Much less cool, Jimmy. <laughs> huh? That was, a, that was a downgrade from your first car, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but the first car was pulled out of a farmer's field, so it was a restoration project. We put it all back together and then sold it. Cool. Oh, that's cool. And then, but I... I did manage to take it down the drag strip a couple times, though. Jimmy likes to race and destroy cars. Sounds fantastic, yep. man. I'm That's super fun. All right, last question I got hey, for never you. mind. Yeah? Okay. I was just going to say, October 8th, which is the Monday on Thanksgiving, track day, Mossport. Can I drive your car? Is that an invitation? Yeah, my Nissan Versa ain't going to do much there. <laughs> Come on now. You can take the mini for a spin. Let's do it, Fred. <laughs> Let's just you know, it does pull, the, does pull the back wheel in the corners. It'll pull the inside back wheel about six inches up out in the air out in, the, in the tight corners. Oh, so you're, oh, so you're like dog-legging. Cool. Anyway. All right. Well, as long as you don't want that car anymore, feel free to let me drive it around, and we'll, I'll have some fun. Yeah, the only problem is that they're expensive to fix. I didn't, I didn't, agree, I didn't agree to that part yeah. of it. <laughs> no, seven thousand bucks in the last two months of repairs and oh, this thing. Jesus, and it's just stupid things that go wrong, like timing valve bearings, uh, me setting the brakes on fire. You know, stupid, stupid cars. Stuff. Yeah. Stupid cars letting their <laughs> brakes catch on fire. Uh, yeah, that, they, they, I set them on fire at the last track day, but it was because the brake caliper, the piston, the caliper shot out. Took out the brake line, brake fluid, poured onto the hot disc, caught fire. And the car was just sitting there, and all of a sudden, it just like <laughs> shoots out the calipers. Like That's stupid car. No, no, <laughs> it, it did it on one corner. I, I'm pretty sure I remember which one it was. Too. <laughs> <laughs> 
when I when I put my foot to the floor and there was nothing there. Oops, no break. <laughs> was that the reaction? Hello. Whoops, no break. Whoops. Oh well. Same with his reaction to get accident. Hey, there's an accident. <laughs> yeah, almost. Good thing I still have my handbrake. So, Used that to slow that car down so I get back in the pits. But I did have to have a towed from Mossport home. Oh, that sucks. I don't know. Hey, I just realized it's the third time I've had a car, uh, at least one car. Third, no, fourth time I've had a towed home from a racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> the PT, actually, the PT twice, the Honda twice, and this one. So that's five times I've had my cars picked, towed home from a racetrack. I forgot about the and PT. I remember the PT it, now. And it's worth it every time. <laughs> <laughs> so last question Absolutely I got for you. Last question I One got more. for you. What stereotype do you completely live up to? Gotta what stereotype? Yeah, what stereotype do you completely live up to? Fred, what's yours? I can tell you Fred's. Okay, give me Fred. I don't know what mine is. Tell me mine. Well, you're Korean. Yes. And so whenever you partake in anything, yes. no matter how much of a hobby it is, you always have to buy the top-grade professional equipment to do it. I do like my gear. Yeah, that's so Korean. Like in, in Korea, if you saw hikers hiking, they always – they had the right gear, all the stuff, the walking sticks, the hat, everything. All the, Like they couldn't just be like, well, we're just going to go outside in shir- shorts and a t-shirt. I'm just I'm, – so just so you know, Jimmy, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing my podcasting socks today. But hang on a second. He doesn't have a corner store, though. But he has... We, we used to have one. His family did. We used to have oh, a corner okay. store. Oh, okay. In, in Baltimore. Oh, okay. No, every, here. We've, we've had several, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, and they were... <laughs> they've, just, they've just upgraded. And to be fair, if you want <laughs> stuff for a corner store, I know you can ask Fred and he'll, he has connections. And they were actually on corners. One of them wasn't on a corner, but uh, well, most of our corners were on the corner. I don't know. If, I, if, there was, if there is a stereotype for me, it'd be an aging gearhead, I think. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, uh, a boy, a boy who only grows uh, old, not up. <laughs> Maybe that's not a question that you need to ask. Some, I think that's a tough question for someone to answer about themselves. Well, it's a stereotype. Like it's hard to what is a stereotype and well, like, so, how do you like, determine what is a stereotype. Well, you got you got That's I mean, that's what makes these questions good about getting to know people in that respect. They kind of identify the stereotypes you kind of believe in. Like, like do you would you have one for me, Fred? Well, I'm thinking about Jimmy. I'm thinking, yeah. like I can say just, myself. Just, just looking at Jimmy, I might guess that he used to live around Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the bath salts? It's, it's the shirts. I think. I think it's the shirts. The shirts and the beer can cozies. I do. I I, I used to have a collection of those. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I okay. Really have those. I think we're narrowing this down for you. <laughs> so, uh, what was the other? Uh, like for me, I mean, I'm I'm French Canadian, so like for me. If like if it's not real maple syrup, I'm not eating it. And I my dad's German. I have a German background as well. And like I believe there is a natural order to the world. And when people aren't following that, I'm like, like people drive me nuts because I'm like, no, you just need to know this stuff. This is just the way the world works. You do this. This is how it's done. And I, I think that's a very German way of thinking. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> ask Jimmy one more. Maybe the one. Like, yeah, boy. Uh, you want to one uh, above or below that one? Let me pick a well. There's oh, a good, there's a good stereotype for for me in that I'm I live in the city and I'm working in the country and all my students and all the other faculty and all the other coworkers are all country folk, as in they're from Letter Kenny. Okay, so 
I'm the only idiot that works at the school. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. And that's the stereotype they use that they use for me. They call me idiot. They call idiot. <laughs> All right, I got I got one other question for you, Jimmy. I'm like Mike has shared his questions with me, and I yeah. want to know what irrational fear do you have? I was going to ask what is one of your favorite smells, but I don't want to know the, know the answer. Favorite what, smells? What what irrational fear do you have? Irrational. Because well, I don't I don't think you're afraid of much. Jimmy. It doesn't sound like you're afraid of much. Yeah, so I want to know what irrational. <laughs> no, fear I, you I, have. I I'm afraid of heights. I don't like heights, and I feel it's a stupid idea to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. You would never get me jumping out of an airplane, not, or a bungee jump, not ever, 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 ever. Neither of those feel Why irrational. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> no, neither of those feel <laughs> irrational, Jimmy. Irrational to me no. is like being afraid of garden gnomes. That would be irrational. Or, or clowns or something. Yes. I don't, Fred is Fred is afraid I, of clowns. I, clowns are, are not to have no purpose. My <laughs> my coworker's afraid of clowns. Yeah, no. She's funny. She's a my coworker's a cowgirl. Yeah, clowns are wrong. We clowns should not exist. I, I am fully behind that. <laughs> but what irrational fear so do you have? So irrational? Jimmy? Yeah. If you no, have no, no, no. I don't think I like, don't really like think what? I have any irrational fears. I mean like one piece I'm not bathing suits? Of spiders and I'm not afraid of heights is something that that's, it, I'm, not, I'm not so much afraid of heights. I'm afraid of falling, really. <laughs> the falling. heights are okay. It's falling down. The, uh, the sudden stop at the bottom. That, yeah, I can get behind that. I can get behind I have yeah. some, some fear. You better that. get behind it because you're not getting under it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, have you, hey, so is that irrational? I don't know. I can't think of anything else. That, uh, that's no, okay. it's your answer. There's, yeah, that's that's, it's your answer. That's what matters. So, how you feel? Do you feel like you know Jimmy a little bit better than you did I like half an hour ago? I am so intrigued by Jimmy. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, I can, I, I can confirm. Jimmy's an interesting guy to speak with. Uh, it's unbelievable. Like the the uh, fascinating. I want to hear just more stories. And Jimmy will comply if you let him. Well, I don't know. There are I, stories. I got. We're at, we're at thirty seven minutes. I know. FYI. I'm pretty sure. Like Jimmy could talk his entire drive back if we, if we let him. But I think at thirty seven minutes, this might be like one of our longer podcasts. It's definitely the longest one we've done so yeah. far. We should probably wrap up and get back to work. We should probably do right. that. Yeah, you have tons of stuff to do. But uh, but if you want, if you want, we can get together after work one day and we can talk stories. All right. Yeah, that'd be super fun. Or or better yet, for to watch a football game. Hey, what a great idea! Who came up with that idea? <laughs> All right. I don't know. Thanks. Madness. Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much, All Jimmy, right, for taking the time, man. I really appreciate it. Thank. You. Hey, no problem, Mike. Thank you. All right. And uh, in okay, terms of that, bye. All right, talk to you later, man. Okay, bye. Well, there you go. Quick little uh, intro to Jimmy. I'm fascinated, definitely. Jimmy's an interesting guy. Interesting guy. But all right, we're going to have to see everybody next week because we're going long. we got to get out of here. So for Mike. Fred. We'll see you all next week. Bye.